And the sooner you start trusting your intuition, the sooner you start listening to your intuition and acting from that space of heart-centeredness, that is when you start to change your life. That is when you start to become that future version of yourself. That is when you really begin to expand your life and live in purpose and on purpose. Welcome to the Full Out Podcast, where you'll get tools, tips, and inspiration to start living your most passionate, expansive, and abundant life. I'm your host, Samantha Jo Harvey, professional dancer and group fitness trainer turned lifestyle entrepreneur, speaker, and women's empowerment coach. It is my mission to help women live their lives full out. No more surviving your days, playing small, or marking your way through life. It's time to let go of your blocks, step into your power, and own that you are worthy of having everything you want in your life, business, and relationships. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to the Full Out Podcast. It's Sam, and I am so freaking pumped that you are here. Second week of January, OMG, second week of 2021. Holy moly, here we are. And today, we're going to talk all about how to trust yourself. How do you do it? But before we get into that, I'm going to read the review of the week. And this is from Addie34. And it's titled, The Queen of Wisdom. I can't believe it's taken me this long to write a review for this queen. I have been following Sam's journey for about a year now. And let me tell you, I stumbled upon her page in what I would call my hardest year yet. I was struggling in all areas of my life and needed guidance like no other. And oh my, it was divine timing. Her podcast has helped me shape my mentality in so many areas. She really inspires you to be the best version of yourself, even if you don't feel like that version of yourself yet. She gave me hope and really helped me process so many challenges and gave me the confidence to strive for more and never settle for less. She is fearless and knows exactly how to push us out of our own comfort zone. She's the best at what she does. Grab your coffee, your favorite blanket, and enjoy all the love, passion, and wisdom. You won't regret it. OMG, Addie, girl, send me an email, sam at samanthajoharvey.com so we can thank you with an amazing gift card. Uh, Thank you for that beautiful, heartfelt, honest review. It means absolutely the world to me to be a part of your journey, to be in your ears. Like I, I know that when I started my personal development journey, the first thing that I did was start listening to podcasts and truly that led me down this rabbit hole of expansive, amazing personal development and really started me on my journey. So thank you for listening. Thank you for leaving a rating and review. Thank you for being part of my journey. And I'm so glad that we get to connect over this crazy cool thing called a podcast. So with that, my friends, please leave a rating and review. You'll have the chance to win an awesome gift card as a thank you. And now let's jump in. Learning how to trust yourself. Ooh, this is a big one. This is probably the number one question I get DMs about on my Instagram is actually from women that are in relationships and they're like, Sam, what do I do? How do you know if you should file for the divorce? How do you know if you should break up with the partner? How do you know if you should leave the job? How do you know if you should do X, Y, Z? But mostly it's about relationships. And I love that because that was a big, big step for me in my journey. And here's, here's the advice. And I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'm circling back and I want to give you some more uh, things to think about this time. So the piece of advice that was given to me that was like the most beautiful, most amazing advice was from a girlfriend. 
uh, during my, <laughs> the demise of my marriage. Um, and I was like, I was telling her all of these things. And I'm like, Lisa, what do I do? And she was a former rocket, amazing, beautiful, brilliant light. And she was very similar to me, a bubbly, happy person and was with someone that didn't actually let her be in her light. Um, and she said, Sam, you already know what you need to do. You already know the answer. And so you get to spend the next month, couple months, six months, eight months, nine months, however long it's going to take to figure out what it is that you already know. And I hated that answer. I hated it because deep down I knew she was right. Deep down, I had already made the decision. My soul, my spirit, my heart was talking to me. But my head, my duties, my perfectionism, my people pleaser, all of the things that were programmed into me in my head were fighting it. And so this is the advice that I give to everyone. No coach is going to tell you, yes, get the divorce. Yes, leave the marriage. Yes, do the thing. Like no one's going to tell you that. That's not our responsibility. Our responsibility is to support you in coming to your own realization and I will tell you that I didn't get a divorce right away. I went to therapy. I went to couples therapy. I dove into other personal development things. I, I really tried to do all the things I thought I could do to save the marriage because I thought that that was the right thing to do, the socially acceptable thing to do. But deep down, I already knew the answer. And that is why I pass that on to everyone. You already know the answer. You already know what you need. So whatever you're dealing with right now, let's just go down the line. You got a relationship situation, you got a health situation, you've got a business situation. In all of these arenas, you actually know what you need to do. Now, before you're like, but Sam, I don't have the skills to do the thing in my business. I'm going to challenge you and say, yeah, maybe you don't know how to do that yet. But what do you know? Do you know that you need to slash get to Look at YouTube videos and learn how to do that technical thing. Do you know that you need to slash get to, that's that reframe there from last week, that you get to hire someone that can do all the technical stuff for you? Do you need to hire the person that's going to build your website? Do you need to hire the person that's going to do your accounting? You don't have to do it all, but you know deep down where you need support. You know deep down where you need support in the relationship. You know if something's not working. You know it. That doesn't mean you need to like break up. It might mean, hey, I, got, I, I need to have this really challenging conversation. I get to stand in my power and ask for what I want. I get to stand in my power and set my boundaries. I get to get the support that I need. Do I need to be in couples therapy? Do I need to be in personal therapy? Do I need to show up differently? Do I get to take ownership of who I am and how I'm acting and do that first? You already know the answer. And if we're talking about health, this is a big one. You already know what you need to do. We all know that we got to eat well. We might want to sign up for the nutrition program to support us. We already know that we need to move our bodies. We need to lower our stress. We get to drink a lot of water. We get to sleep. We all know that. But the question is, what do you need in that moment? Do you need to like kick yourself in the butt and say, okay, enough's enough. I get to hire the trainer. I get to hire the nutritionist. I get to hire the person that's going to support me in my nutrition journey. If you know you need support, guess what? Boo, you already have the answer. And then your head comes in and is like, yeah, but it's too expensive. Or yeah, but you don't have time to work out or you're so busy. That's your head. Your body already knows what you need. 
but then your head comes in to try to keep you small, to try to keep you from your full power. Because imagine who you would be if you were feeling your best in your body. Taking it back to the relationship, imagine who you would be if you were in the relationship that you truly deserved. If you were in that relationship that was supportive with a partner that could really hold your hand as you walk through your own fire, as you grow into the person you're supposed to be. Back to the health. When something's not right, you also, you already know, you get that feeling deep down. I've had so many friends experience this as well as myself. When you know something is off and the doctor's like, oh, your blood work came back fine. I think you're just fine. It's in your head. And you know, you know, deep down something is not right here. You know the truth. You know what's going on and you get to be an advocate for yourself. You get to say, hey, I'm going to talk to a a different doctor. I'm going to talk to a naturopath. I'm going to get acupuncture. I'm going to go to a different, you know, Eastern doctor. I'm going to try a natural doctor. I'm going to try all these things. You already know what you need. Do not settle. Do not settle for either the voices in your head that are saying, that's not worth it. You're not worthy of it. Or when you have someone else telling you, ah, you're never going to be successful at that business. Ah, you're never going to lose that weight. You're always going to be overweight. I've heard that from women countless times with doctors saying, ah, you have PCOS. Oh, you have endometriosis. You're always going to feel a little overweight. It's going to be impossible for you with a thyroid condition to lose weight. Guess what? That's not the truth. That doesn't have to be your truth. So you get to learn to trust yourself. Now, how do you do that? How do you learn to trust yourself? I will tell you, and I've said it before on this podcast, I knew in my early 20s with my former marriage, I knew something wasn't 100% right. That was my intuition trying to speak to me, waving every single yellow flag, orange flag, red flag, saying, girl, you sure? You sure you need to learn the hard way? Yes, I needed to learn the hard way. (laughs) But hey, my mess has become my message, so it was all worth it in the end, right? But my intuition was saying everything She was screaming at me and I didn't know how to listen. So here's a quick tip. Start paying attention to those gut responses, your immediate response to a situation. Now, some people will get that feeling literally in their body. Like I'm someone that's very connected to my body. So I will viscerally feel in my gut or in my heart if it's a yes or a no for me. I will viscerally feel if the antennas go up and go like ding, 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 ding be aware. And then once you start listening, then you get to make choices based on that listening. But if you're so um, fast and you're so busy and you're so moving from thing to thing to thing, you're not allowing space to listen to your intuition. So number one, definitely try to create some space for listening. And you get to do that by simply being quiet. Now I'm not saying go meditate for an hour a day. I'm not saying to go change your life, but I'm saying, can you pause like right now, even in this moment, If you're driving, keep your eyes open, but you can still do this. Close your eyes, if you can, safely. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Easy, exhale it out. Take another deep breath in, calming the central nervous system, inhaling, expanding your lungs, and then easy, exhale it out. And just come into your body. Feel your heart space. Feel your womb space, that area, your lower stomach, connect with it. That's your body. That's your heart. That's your intuition. Breathing into that space. 
And when you have a question, when you have a task in front of you, when you have a challenge, if you can do that, that took what, five seconds, two deep breaths, putting a hand on your heart and hand on your stomach, reconnecting with your body. If you can give yourself five seconds, I promise you're going to be able to listen better than if you just quickly make a decision. So that's like number one, creating space and creating awareness. But here's the other thing. You get to remember that you always know what's best for you. You already know the answer. And your intuition, your heart, your spirit, your soul knows exactly what you need. But then the ego gets in the way, the brain, the overthinking, the like, yeah, but da 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 and your, your brain chatter goes nuts, and then you spiral, and then you're totally stressed out, and you can't listen to your intuition if you're totally stressed out and in a overthinking spiral. So number one, you do that breathing, but also number two, pay attention to the verbiage that you are using. So I have to, I have to credit my friend Bella for this because she was the first person to teach me this. And she's an amazing intuitive coach. She taught me this years ago. Notice how you're speaking. So let's say that you are contemplating starting a new business. I want you to think about how are you speaking about it? Are you going, well, I think that, you know, I think it's a good idea, but I also think that, you know, what if, what if people judge me about it? And, um, you know, I think that it could be great, but I really think that I don't know enough people. I don't have the resources. I'm not as, you know, great as that person. I, I think that, I think I'm going to be really bad at it versus talking about your new business and going, I feel like this is a really good idea for me. And I feel like, uh, you know, I should be blah, 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 blah. I feel like this is going to be really major and like a little scary, but I feel like it's the right thing to do. Think versus feel. Think versus feel. Thinking comes from the brain, your ego, your head, the thing that's trying to keep you safe, keeping your biological body alive and well so you can procreate. That is what it's meant to do. Versus feeling. I feel from my heart. I feel from my body. I feel from my emotions. Generally, when we are dealing with a challenge and we are talking about, well, I think blah, 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 that is coming from your ego versus I feel is coming from your heart. And generally, your heart knows exactly what you need to do. So for example, let me, let me make this really clear. When I was deciding whether or not I should proceed with a divorce, I, my thoughts were, I think that people are going to judge me. I think that I'm going against socially acceptable norms of to divorce or not divorce. I think I'm thinking about how I don't know if I have enough money. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make this on my own. I'm, I'm 30 years old and I'm going to start over and who's going to want to be with someone that's divorced, all of those things. But it all came from a space of thinking versus when asked, like, is this the right, is this the right thing for you? I really feel like there's another love for me. I really feel like I'm going to land on my feet. I feel like my life is supposed to be so much more expansive. I feel like I'm supposed to be so, be doing something massive with my life. I really feel that to my core. Those are legit conversations that I would have. And without being aware of it, I was defining what was happening. I was defining what my heart knew I needed. And I was defining 
how my ego was trying to keep me safe and small in this relationship. And it's a very wild and tricky thing. Very wild and tricky. So just pay attention. How do you make space so you can listen to your intuition? And then how do you catch yourself? How do you catch yourself in your ego speak and your heart speak? And then the third part of this is when you're catching your ego speak of the I think, 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 start to voice it out loud. Start to voice your concerns out loud. And sometimes you can do this. I definitely can do this with a coach. I love doing this with my clients. But you can also do this with a friend saying, hey, I'm having these fears around X, Y, Z. Can I just like talk to you about it without you making a judgment, without you having to fix it, without you having to say anything? Can I just talk for five minutes? And you will most likely be able to figure out where the the crazy fear is coming from. Sometimes we have that fear that's just sitting inside our head, swirling, swirling around. But then as soon as we put words to it, as soon as we put it either on paper or we speak it into existence with our friends, we're like, oh wait, that fear is actually really crazy. Why, why, why am I even scared of that? And then you get to trust yourself. You get to realize, oh, that crazy fear is actually not really real. That fear is a safety mechanism in my brain. And I get to trust that I'm going to be okay. So I like to take my clients on the worst case scenario journey, like the worst case scenario, the worst, worst, worst case scenario. So again, I'm going to use the divorce. The worst case scenario for me, beyond worst, 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 could be, could be something like this. Okay, I choose to initiate this divorce. I choose to leave the marriage. And then I am a single lady. And then for whatever reason, I'm going to go broke. And then I'm going to become homeless. And I'm going to have to live on the streets in LA. And then someone's going to mug me and steal like my blanket. And then I'm going to be, um, you know, without a blanket in the streets of LA. I'm going to have zero money. I'm going to get sick and I'm going to die this horrible death on the streets of LA. Like that, like worst case scenario, something crazy, worst, worst, worst possible case. And then I like to ask my clients and myself, what's the best possible case? What's the best case scenario? Okay. I initiate this divorce. I move through it. I become free. I meet the man of my dreams. I have the happiest life I've ever had. I have beautiful children. I make a shit ton of money. Um, I travel the world and I live my most expansive, amazing life. And then I go, okay, if the worst, worst case scenario, say 2% of the worst case scenario happens, would I still be okay? Like if I did actually find myself broke, would I be okay? Yeah, actually, I think I'd be okay because you know what? The truth is I know that I always land on my feet and always figure things out. I will be able to figure out a way to not be fully homeless with no blanket and no clothes and like die on the streets of LA. I'm probably going to be able to handle that and not allow that to happen. And then what if just 2% of my best case scenario happens? What if I get to live a really expansive life? Mm, that sounds good. That sounds like it, it outweighs the risk. The possibility outweighs the risk. So I get to trust myself because I know listening to the worst case and the best case scenarios, if I land somewhere in between, I'm going to be okay. And trusting yourself comes back to some more worthiness. It's not only listening, 
but it's also knowing that you're resilient AF, that you are supported, that even if you don't have any friends or any family that's going to support you, that you've got some kind of higher power energetic force that's supporting you, that, that you're going to be okay. You know, it's a knowingness that you're going to be okay. So if you're needing support in that area, yo, babe, call a coach, start listening to my Instagram. You're going to realize that you're worthy AF. But going back to the worst case, best case, if you land somewhere in between, you're going to be okay. So you get to trust that little feeling, that little thing that's whispering, that's saying, ah, there's something more for you. Ah, you need to get more tests in your blood work. Ah, start the business. Ah, learn how to be a coach because you want to help people. Ah, ask the guy out on the date. Ah, leave the relationship. That little whisper that is saying, babe, there is more for you. You are meant for more. It's there for a reason. And you get to lean in and trust it. You get to trust when you feel the red flags of like, ee, ee, ee. you have this new person in your life, whether it's a friend or a partner and like something isn't right. Trust it. Trust yourself. You already have all the answers. You know exactly what you need to do. And you know, I hate, I hate, hate, hate the word need. We don't need to do anything. But in this case, it's like for real, you actually do need to listen to yourself. I mean, I guess you don't need to, but you get to. And once you start listening to yourself, your life is going to change because you're listening. You can believe that you're listening to your soul. You can think you're listening to your spirit. You can think that you're listening to your higher power, the godliness that's within you, or you can think that you're listening to the future version of you, your future self. She already exists out there. You're just becoming her today. And the sooner you start trusting your intuition, the sooner you start listening to your intuition and acting from that space of heart-centeredness, that is when you start to change your life. That is when you start to become that future version of yourself. That is when you really begin to expand your life and live in purpose and on purpose. And that's what I want for you. Ugh. I'm so fired up. If this podcast supported you in any way, please take a screenshot, share it. Let me know what resonated most and always, always, always leave a rating and review. I hope you have the most magical, glorious, beautiful, energetic, healthy day ever. See you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day and I'll see you next time.